Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What's going on, CEOs? De Niro B here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, we're here with Christian Walrub. Christian leads the marketing efforts at Deskbird, one of the fastest growing B2B SaaS startups in Europe in the hybrid workspace. Today, we're going to talk about how to build marketing teams, how to market online products, and so many more things. I'm very excited about this chat, so let's get right into it. Christian, welcome to the Remote CEO Show. How are you doing today? Hi, great to meet you. Uh, fantastic. Uh, good, good start to the week, I'd say. That's fantastic. I ask every single one of my guests to tell us a bit more about their story. What got you into business? What's your story? So uh, my background is in, uh, in tech. I'm an engineer. And uh, I then went into the startup world. And uh, into the pandemic, I first... Uh, where I first found my startup, I got confronted with remote work, you know, working and leading remote teams. And this is what I'm currently doing. So I, I've seen uh, the switch between, you know, working on site five days a week um, and then in the pandemic to kind of struggling how to work, where to work, to now being fully remote. And that's perfect for this podcast because this is exactly what we talk about. And so I can ready. <laughs> so I figured. <laughs> uh, it's not hard to figure out what the podcast is about uh, based on the name. And so let me actually veer in that direction right away. And I want to ask you when it comes to brand building, because this is something that I get asked all the time. Um, by my audience, by my clients as well. And I always like to have different points of view. Uh, so what was your strategy when it comes to uh, hiring remote team members? Where do you look for them? And most importantly, what do you look in them as a people before you hire them? Yeah, great question. So working remote, I think one thing is particularly important and that is having clear goals on what an individual should work on, what their responsibility responsibilities are, accountability, ownership. So I'm looking for that person who understands that. And then I'm trying to communicate with those per people, you know, as often as possible. So looking for people remotely uh, really made me go out on LinkedIn, active source, getting to know them, you know, kind of understanding how high their level of ownership is, how high their level of commitment is, because ultimately, I'm not sitting in the same room, right? So you got to trust each other that everybody owns the topic uh, to the max. And I think that was a big shift also for me uh, when when starting to hire remote. That's, that's a very interesting point that uh, many of our uh, guests make. I make it myself as well. 
and you you really hit the nail on the head when you said that you're not sitting in the same room. Before, when we used to hire for local roles as well, we knew that even if someone, even if we were not 100% sure it was going to be a self-starter, mm-hmm. you still maybe pulled the trigger because you're like, you know what, they need to come in the office at 9 a.m. And if they show up at 9 15 or something it's really the first red flag if they don't uh, if you see them walking around all the time or taking like 15 bathroom breaks or something you, you can see with your own eyes right away if someone is a good fit or not when you hire yeah, them position so, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean uh, you know sometimes and, I, and to be honest I, I i have this every now and then as well you know, you're like, ah, I wish, you know, I could know now how this person in the team, how they're doing this, you know, are they on it? Is it, is that really high priority? And you, you just can't look at the screen. You can't just walk over to the other room and go like, hey, by the way, you know, and, you know, kind of involve them into that. So you've really got to trust it. Otherwise, you just become that terrible micromanager who's nonstop on slack annoying you know team members like you know are you really working on this you know are you online right now so you know i hate to be that person and i'm sure nobody will you would want to be that person so you got to trust and you got to make sure people have the commitment to do the task just by themselves really exactly i'm going to ask a bit of a different question that i've only asked once in the past and this was uh during the covid pandemic uh one of our uh, a special episodes for for the um, for the lockdown, and uh, the question is: When it comes to hiring for these roles, um, do you find that even the questions that you ask during the interviews, like, for example, is there maybe one or two questions that you can share with our audience when it comes to hiring team members to know right away if someone is a good fit or or not? Uh, given the fact okay. that people can answer anything they want, so <laughs> of course you got to take the answer with a grain of salt always. But uh, in mind, it up to you know, is there something specific that that uh, you've been asking that can uh, feel almost like um, you know that gives it away right away if someone is a good fit or not? I, I just happened to open my OneNote, uh, you know, interview guidelines here. Um, it's a good question. I think. There's two things that stand out to me if I think about how I hired uh, in a in a pre-remote environment. And one is I ask more about what are they in for? What's the uh, two or three year goal? What, what do they want to achieve? Because I don't have those extra linguistic cues throughout the week where I can feel and, and understand that person in a deeper sense, meaning water cooler talks, after work drinks, you know, what motivates, what drives people. So I'm trying to touch upon that early. I'm trying to ask what excites them about the role truly. And then I have one question here, and I actually stole that from the Y Combinator application that I did years ago. And that was, have you ever hacked a system? And by that, I don't mean like, like a computer hack necessarily. You know, it could be something you know, in your in your free time, whatever, you know, things that interest you, where you found a creative way um, to solve a problem. And um, that question usually gets people uh, quite, quite stunned. And uh, just to hear it what they, right what, how, the, how the brain functions. You definitely got me thinking there. And I'm probably going to use a question like this in my next interview session, for sure. Um, it reminds me that... Um, 
there's been a big problem, especially after COVID ended and a lot of people were forced back into the office. Uh, not everyone, but you know, a good percentage, maybe 30 to 40% of people that were working remotely were forced back into offices. And what that did, what created a huge exodus from in-person jobs to looking for remote jobs. And so what I've noticed is that a lot of people will apply to a position just because it's a remote position without really caring too much about what the position is about. And so I really like, Christian, what you said about, you know, what really gets you motivated about this position, because the answer most likely should not just be, I like the flexibility of working from home and that you're giving me, I don't know, unlimited vacation days or something. Yeah. You, yeah, absolutely. You don't <laughs> want to hear that. <laughs> yeah. And so and so unfortunately, because a lot of these remote jobs are very appetizing for people that have gotten used to working from home, uh, we got to be very careful. Um, like you said, if someone is in for the wrong reasons, I want to switch gears for a minute, Christian, and talk about brand building or sorry, team building once you hired individuals. Um, it, it's something that, again, I ask a lot of people because I really like the way that uh, people answer in different ways. But when it comes to the corporate culture of your current business, how do you make sure that everybody is always pumped to show up at work and do great work together as a team? Yeah, so I think it starts uh, on every week where you just share a bit of personal experience from the weekend. And then to the end of the week, uh, we try to have one or two things per month, I'd say, uh, that we do as a team of eight. Uh, last thing I can recall was we did like a like a Scrabble online tournament kind of thing. So that was fun. Um, and, and you know, just be creative with all stuff. And, and I'm not saying everything we do is great. Like sometimes you're just doing some online game and everybody's like, yeah, well, I guess we just had a beer together. So fine. So trying to do that regularly, get the team together and not talk about work is one thing. And the second we do at Desperate is uh, we try to get people together uh, in, in three different ways. Uh, we have two company summits, we call it, where the entire company meets in a, in a location. For example, we just went to Lisbon like two weeks ago um, and like 60 people going there. We are there for four days doing activities and all of that. So that happens two times a year. Then we have uh, like smaller team bursts. Um, so me as, as head of marketing, we um, pick two locations within Europe, you know, trying not to fly too much, you know, obviously uh, uh, trying to keep the env environmental impact low, but we try to meet somewhere twice. And then there's a third thing, and it's called Visit a Desperate, where you can, uh, on company costs, visit anyone in the company once a year. Wow. And so those three things are uh, really keeping us busy, I guess. And you really got to pick the weekends uh, to to find time for, for those engagements. But it, it's working nicely. This is very interesting. I've never heard about this before. Do you mind just um, talking about... Uh, a bit more about uh, the you said um, on companies' uh, budget, you you fly people or you or you or you take people yeah. to. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, sure. So um, all the three things are really with company budget. So we have a budget for everyone to to and, and referring to the la to the latest point here, the the visit the desperate. Mm -hmm. So. I could I could go to, to to London, you know, one of my team members is in London, I could fly there and just 
spend uh, two two days of co-working, for example, and, and just hang out and then fly back. I can do that once a year. That is fantastic. Wow. Wow. That's actually something that I've been running this podcast for 600 and something episode, I believe. I don't remember the number, to be honest, right now, maybe 590. Uh, I never heard this before. This is very, very cool. Um, I think that you know, people, yeah, people, people tend to do it. So, so we're 70 plus people now and people tend to uh, like do it in groups too, you know, and you 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 just go to some cool city that you haven't been to like for example sofia i, I heard people went to sofia just recently yeah, uh yeah. and it kind, of, it kind of motivates you really to go around and meet others so yeah sorry continue no i that, that was literally what i was asking that's a very very cool thing we actually have uh, team members in bulgaria as well so i i was uh and, and one of the things that i was planning on doing right now is actually flying them to to italy where we're based in right now uh, and so this is something very similar to that, but at scale, which is super fantastic. Uh, Christian, uh, so far we had a great conversation. I wanted to ask you if there's anything exciting coming down the pike that your business or yourself are looking forward to. So at Desperate, we are all about hybrid work, slash, you know, which includes remote work, really. And we are working on uh, something that helps companies reduce costs and reduce environmental impact of their offices. And it's kind of like beta stage where uh, we're running the first pilots with companies who can make their spaces like and resources bookable with Desperate. Like this is, this is the app really, you know, to book desks, meeting rooms, parking spots, et cetera. And we want the, the, we want our clients and our pilot comp companies to on demand, temporarily reduce or increase the space that can be booked by employees to potentially shut down energy and cleaning for floors, for buildings, mm -hmm. uh, or you know just areas, and that can save you literally uh, some some cents on the dollars uh, on on instantly. So we're working on reportings and first results with those customers and i hope we can share some of that maybe in june july when those pilots are done and then if those pilots are and they seem to be successful to roll it out in, in as features as well within our product so uh i think that is that is one thing that i can just emphasize that in a times like in a time like this you know where recession is looming uncertainty blah 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 blah, blah you gotta adapt your features your messaging and and just be aware of what do customers desire today and this is stuff they have on top of mind you know what what what's what's the cost center the office what does it look like and uh, we're trying to maneuver there um and that is something that we probably haven't had focus on a year ago mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's very very exciting and I'm sure that uh, we'd want to know more about it once these studies come out. And uh, I would love for you to be back on the show in, uh, in, the, in the future. But in the meantime, Christian, I'm sure that my listeners will want to know more about uh, the business desperate. So can you tell us where we can find you guys online? Yeah, sure. So desperate is uh, a, a, a desk booking tool uh, that can also help you optimize the use of the office. Um, it, helps people come back. It helps companies motivate people come back to the office. 
it can help increase productivity. Uh, we've done a cool research study on this that employees can gain up to one day of productivity per week just by coordinating properly. And uh, it can also help with retention and, and employee satisfaction. You know, uh, one of our uh, AEs in the UK told me about commute regret, a word that I hadn't heard before. And it's basically when you come in the office on a Monday morning and you're like, oh, I'm, you know, back in the office, I just commuted like in London 40 minutes. And then just to find out that nobody else is there. And you'll end up they're coming in on a Tuesday. And now what happens? Uh, you're sad, you know, you're quite the opposite, what you expected. And that creates just, you know, a lack of belonging, lack of purpose, lack of satisfaction. So uh, this, this is something that uh, with coordinated hybrid work with tools like ours, you can avoid. And this is uh, pretty much what, what we do. We have an app, we have a Microsoft Teams integration, browser-based, of course. Uh, it's present in Europe mainly, uh, although we operate uh, globally. Uh, we have 70 employees. Uh, we're probably operating more than 1,000 offices by now. So, yeah. That's fantastic. And where can people find your website or your online? Desperate.com. Desperate.com it is. And uh, there you can find all the info, also in all languages, of course. Amazing. Christian, again, thank you so much for being in the Remote CEO Show. I'm looking forward to having you back in the future. And in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your day. Appreciate it. Have a good one. And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at B. D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B and I will send you the direct link to the review section and to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again and I will talk to you again soon.